0: It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories.
1: I find that it takes work to get your brain around these ideas, and it takes work to engage in these conversations.
0: The latest in politics and world affairs.
1: With what is happening down at the state house, I used to think that it was above my pay grade to read the legislation, and it's not.
0: Today's Current Opinions and Ideas.
1: I see big danger in as much as we will be giving an unelected bureaucrat the power to make rules about what we inject into our bodies.
0: Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation.
1: Indeed. And welcome to The Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is M O N S O N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. You'll get first look at our upcoming guests as well as our most recent essays. Email me at Kim at KimMunson.com. And thank you to all of you who support us. I, I so appreciate each and every one of you. And uh, you're each treasured, you're valued. Uh, So today, strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. And thank you to the team. That's producer Joe, Nicole, Rachel, Luke, Zach, Echo, Charlie, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. I'm blessed to work with amazing people. And also want to say thank you to Laramie Energy and Karis Oil & Gas for their gold sponsorship of the show. My friends, reliable, efficient, affordable, and abundant energy. Uh, fuels our lives, um, powers our prosperity. And uh, so I really do appreciate the uh, affordable, reliable, efficient, and abundant energy that comes from oil and gas. And so thank you to Laramie Energy and Keras Oil & Gas for that. Uh, uh, as you know, uh, by now we have pre-recorded these shows for the week of Christmas and also on New Year's, and we have amazing guests able able to spend a little bit more time with them. And uh, on the line with me is one of those special guests. That is Dr. Jill Vecchio, and she is uh, one of the few people that actually read the Obamacare legislation. And uh, really understood it. We're seeing that play out now uh, these years later, Uh, but I want to talk with her about 2024, looking into the future, Christmas, hope, all those things. Dr. Jill Vecchio, welcome to the show. Thank you, Kim. Thank you for having me, and Merry Christmas to everybody. Yes, Merry Christmas. So uh, from December 25th through, I think, January 5th, we're in the Christmas season, the 12 days of Christmas right now. And uh, so I think it's, uh, I mean, it's a really important time, and 2024 is right around the corner. And there's a lot going on in our world right now, Dr. joe Vecchio, and people are concerned, confused, what, what would you say to that?
2: There are a lot of things to be concerned about. And I think that their anxiety is very well, very well placed because of all the things going on in the world. Um, we can, the, the, the list is, is long and frightening, um, and it's not wrong for people to be anxious about it. But I, I think there is a great way for people to find peace i have a lot of people contact me and say oh my gosh have you heard this is happening this is happening this is happening how can you be so calm and i would love to talk about how i how i remain calm and why i remain
1: calm yes uh those are something that people want to hear so what is it dr jill Mm. well first let's go
2: let's go through i mean I, i know you you on your show you have you talk about all of the problems and and but it's there's a, there there are so many things happening in the world that i think you need to look at what's happening and then ask yourself why may this be happening before you can start to figure out how do you deal with it right right so i mean we have world economic forum the agenda 2030 uh, this push for, for mRNA vaccines, uh, maybe new vaccine passports, maybe new uh, uh, viruses or pandemics that will happen. We've got wars and rumors of wars uh, with the whole, the whole Israel thing from October. That's, that is all very scary. Um, and we've got central bank digital currency coming up in a few years with digital IDs that are highly questionable um, you know not a good thing we're constantly losing privacy we're losing there's there's too much anonymity in addition to that with social media people are allowed to and take advantage of anonymity in order to just
1: attack each other I, I don't want to give um, that up though I want to make a point on that I don't want to give right, that up
2: <laughs> right no and no I mean but but, but you have but it's it's not a black and white thing because of anonymity people feel that they can be mean and vicious and lie without being held accountable so we want to So it's a our yeah and it's privacy, a character but we issue. want Pardon yes absolutely it allows it kind of it can it allows people to exercise the worst parts of themselves so easily with, with, no, with no leftover accountability. And, and, that's, and that's a dangerous, I think that's a really dangerous thing. I'm not saying that, um, that we should give up our privacy by no stretch, but the thing is, the funny, the, the crazy thing is, the evil thing is that they're both happening in tandem. Right? Right. We're, we're being forced to relinquish our privacy at the same time many people are being allowed through anonymity To do vicious and kind of, I think, kind of evil things. And you know, then we we have artificial intelligence uh, where they're trying to turn robots, make robots more human. uh, And it's gotten to the point where we're not even. It's going to be very, very difficult, increasingly difficult, to tell truth from falsehood, truth from lies. Uh, We've got transhumanism where they're trying to turn people into robots, and the World Economic Forum says that, it brags that they've hacked the human genome and that humans will be more non-human or non-biologic than biologic by the mid-2030s. And they're happy with their progress. They're bragging about what they've accomplished. That's frightening. We've got mRNA technology, directed evolution, where they're hacked. they've used that to hack the human genome. Um, it, 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 we've got GMOs. Uh, it, our food supply—we don't. It's harder and harder to know what foods may have been manipulated that we buy at the grocery store. There are food shortages, supply chain shortages. We've got a a massive increase in abortion, late-term abortion. Actually, infanticide has been legalized in states. Transgender surgeries, uh, you know, the potential for nuclear war or some kind of uh, electromagnetic pulse, cyber security issues. I mean, the list is long, and (laughs) people are— so, the, right. So the, the question is, um, and so, you know, I, I was very, very political for many years, and now I'm becoming less political and more looking at, when you look at this whole list of things, you kind of have to, I think you have to step back and say, what's really going on? This, there, it seems to me that there's a much bigger picture of all of this that I would honestly call evil. I honestly, and we have talked about this briefly in in past shows. That I believe that we are in a biblical structure of uh, a a biblical struggle of good versus evil, God versus Satan.
1: Well, that's all pretty daunting. How do you stay calm?
2: Um, Because uh, I started uh, rereading many parts of the Bible and saying a lot of prayers. And watching a lot of sermons and learning as much as I could about what the Bible says about that could pertain to what's happening right now and I I believe and I think you know what let me just say I think that people listening ask yourself do you think that what's happening in the world is solely just man doing what man does, you know, naughty people doing what naughty people do, or do you maybe believe that this is part of a bigger plan? And if so, then what what where would you go to find out? And in my research into biblical scripture and biblical prophecy and so forth, In Revelation, it says, at the end of Revelation, it actually says the evil will become more evil, but it also says the godly will become more godly. And, you know, we've already seen, as an example of of the biblical aspect of this potential, I believe it is, but it's up to other people to decide for themselves. But, uh, for instance, two weeks ago, a, a satanic uh, sculpture, a, a sculpture of Satan with the goat's head, you know, the, the Baphomet, was put in the Iowa State Capitol. You know, you think some states might be kind of immune from this, but they're just not. In the Iowa State Capitol in Des Moines, Iowa, I mean, we know the Baphomet that that sculptures uh depicting satan have been put in public squares around the country over the past several years and they've been allowed because of the freedom of religion thing right right uh what does that tell you you know when we were kids you would never have seen anything like that right is it a good thing is it a bad thing if people if if there are enough satan worshippers that feel bold enough to put these things in a state capital in the Midwest, which is like Bible Central, Uh, what does that say about our culture? What does it say about where humanity is going?
1: So, Jill, that is a really interesting question, because as freedom girls, you and I are both liberty girls, liberty is the responsible exercise of freedom. Uh, I do think that our Constitution, the vision of the Declaration, uh, our Bill of Rights, all of that is being used against us. Uh, Mm -hmm. Freedom of religion, though, when it comes down to freedom of religion, freedom of speech, I think I'd rather err on the liberty side and then have these conversations uh, about why we believe what we believe and why that, uh, you know, the... uh, why we do not believe in um, you know I, let me just put it this way, why we believe what we believe and so granted there is this uh, monument or whatever to, to Satan there but to then have a right. conversation about the, the evil component of all that and what is going on I, I'm, I'm inclined to err on the side of freedom and liberty what do you think?
2: Oh absolutely absolutely the question is or that my concern is that people with the view that you and I have about religion are being suppressed uh-huh. in expressing our distaste and the reasons for our distaste and distrust in in the the, the satanic aspect. And, and you know, I think I think a lot of parents out there need to start watching the videos that their kids are seeing yes they need to start watching the grammy awards they need to watch uh lady gaga madonna especially katy perry videos they need to start watching this stuff because this is what their kids are watching this is who their kids are worshiping lady gaga is a very open worshiper of satan an open worshiper you can find this on youtube And and I'm sorry, Katy Perry videos have cannibalism, obvious Satan worship. Wow. The Grammy Awards have obvious Satan worship. It's craziness out there. And the problem is not enough people are choosing to look, choosing to really see what their children are watching and who their children are looking up to as icons. It's absolutely frightening. And if the government... Through censorship of social media, and we know that they're doing that behind the scenes. uh, Through uh, you know how many how many Christian God is being attacked even in our own country over and over and over again, but Satan's being promoted through Hollywood. When's the last time you saw a Hollywood movie that? Uh, uh, Hollywood made, uh, uh, like not not the not the Angel Studios and the Kirk Cameron Studios and stuff like that. Those are those are on the sidelines. But a, a standard Hollywood movie, a Tom Hanks movie, whatever. Meryl Streep, who actually said that God existed, not one.
1: Yeah, true that. Not one. True they that.
2: All deny it. To give some version of it. That's and, why. And so that's where our, that's where our culture is headed. That's why I wanted to bring that up.
1: Okay. Well, and and we have to have discussions about this. I'm talking with Dr. Jill Vecchio, and uh, we have these discussions because I have wonderful sponsors. One of those is Hooters Restaurants. They have five locations: Loveland, Aurora, Lone Tree, Westminster, and Colorado Springs. And how I got to know them. It's an important story about freedom and free markets and capitalism, and how PBIs wanted to use their power. uh, over that and so it's a a very important discussion and also another great sponsor of the show is the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team and they can create personalized insurance plans to cover all your needs from uh, protection for your cars to your home condo boat motorcycle business and renters coverage so contact the Roger Mangan team now at 303-795-8855 for a complimentary appointment like a good neighbor Roger Mangan's team is there
3: so I switched my insurance to the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Agency. Get this, I actually talked to Roger Mangan, who has been helping people with their insurance coverage in our community for 47 years. He helped me create a State Farm personalized price insurance plan for my home and auto and explained affordable options. For personalized service and peace of mind that you are working with a team that cares about you and your family, call Roger Mangin now at 303-795-8855. Kim highly recommends the Roger Mangin State Farm Insurance Team. Again, that number is 303-795-8855.
4: Focused and wise marketing is essential for your success, especially during tough economic times. If you love The Kim Munson Show, strive for excellence and understand the importance of engaging in the battle of ideas that is raging in America. Then talk with Kim about partnership, sponsorship opportunities. Email Kim at KimMunson.com. Kim focuses on creating relationships with individuals and businesses that are tops in their fields. So they are the trusted experts listeners turn to when looking for products or services. Kim personally endorses each of her sponsors. Again, reach out to Kim at (laughs) KimMunson.com.
1: And welcome back to The Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is M O N S O N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice, and we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. Uh, we've pre-recorded all these shows for Christmas week. Merry Christmas to all of you. Uh, we're in the Christmas season, which is the twenty. 5th of December to the 12 days of Christmas. And uh Uh, doing these shows with special guests uh, and able to delve into these subjects a little bit more. On the line with me is Dr. Jill Vecchio. In the first uh, segment, she went through all kinds of things that can keep us up at night and can start to make us worry, which um, worrying and being fearful is uh, not what Christ wants us to do. But the evil one is quite busy uh, these days, uh, Dr. Jill Vecchio so yes the evil one satan is quite busy these days and it can seem a little daunting sometimes
2: Absolutely and and I think what people need to remember when the when lucifer was the what the star of the morning or something uh, at at the right hand of god at the beginning and then once god created adam and put Adam above Lucifer He was, uh, Lucifer was, was angry and didn't see why he should have to serve man, God's creation so he got a bunch of other angels together and they duked it out with God and his other angels and they lost and uh, I think what a lot of people don't maybe realize is that Satan wasn't cast down into hell permanently or or the lake of fire what I found out is there are many different versions, Hades, hell lake of fire, the bottomless pit those are all potentially different places they're not the same thing so in fact we know that they're not the same thing Um, but different, different translations of the Bible make it sound like they're all the same thing and they're not Satan was cast down to earth he was cast Down to earth. So think about that for a second. Satan hates God's creation, i.e., man. He was cast down to earth. He has been spreading lies. He has encouraged man to sin more and more, far beyond Eve taking a bite out of the apple in the Garden of Eden, right? So Satan has been influencing humankind for millennia, and uh, for at least many years, I think he still does have access intermittently to go up to heaven and say to God, hey, look what this guy did over here. He says he's a follower of yours. You know, what are you going to do to him? Is that what, would you get that from Job? Because didn't... Um, It's all over, it's all over the Bible, Genesis okay um it's, yeah it's it's throughout the Bible that it's and it's interesting because you know I've been really doing deep dives into the Bible and sermons of pastors who really do you know really do do deep dives into scripture and it is absolutely amazing how many times Satan is mentioned. And, yeah, Job, he's he's definitely having, you know, he, like, made a bet with God. Right. right? In the book of Job, here, here, do what you can, and he'll turn against you, and God says, no, let's see what he does. No, I don't think so. God gave man choice, right? We can right. choose to follow him or not, and Satan has abused that choice, and he, he loves nothing more than seeing Katy Perry— uh, who was a prior gospel singer? She was a gospel singer, and now she's doing satanic and cannibalism videos, m- music videos. Gee. I mean, that's that. Nothing makes Satan happier than that kind of scenario.
1: And, uh, so, I, yeah. Go ahead. Well, and uh, I remember she had had a song. um you know, it was a number of years ago. Roar. I really liked that song. But we used that. we use that on our radio show? Right. That's right. We did.
2: Yes, I loved that song, and it, it was so appropriate for our radio show. <laughs> and then, what did Katy Perry turns into? How many? How many? You know, you look at early Tom Hanks, later Tom Hanks. You look at, and I don't, you know, who knows? I, I'm not saying that he's Satan worshiper at all, but but it, it just seems like you, you look at the transformation of some actors or music people or something, and it just seems like they're one way, one minute, and then a few years down the road, all of a sudden, they've taken this weird, dark turn. And and it's just, it makes you kind of wonder, what turned Katy Perry from gospel to roar, which is a really uplifting, fun song and a cute music video, to satanic and cannibalism
1: videos. Now, you've seen that? What I mean, happened? I I'm, don't watch many videos. I don't watch many... Yeah, the, the, well, the cannibalism, I can't remember the satanic one, but the cannibalism
2: one is called Bon Appetit. No way! It's called Bon Appetit, and if you watch—if you can watch that and not be disturbed at many points, and the, the last scene is her sitting at a table with a knife and fork, and, um, and she's got a big platter in front of her,
1: literally with human feet and hands sticking out of it no way yes oh my gosh yes. watch it I mean boy people we need to be having conversations like you say we we need oh my gosh it seems daunting though with with um, you know kids having their own phones and there's the convenience of having you know their own right. cell phone and all that um, I mean this He's, this is difficult yeah.
2: oh it's, it's beyond disturbing beyond disturbing. Folks, and your kids are watching this stuff. Start watching some of this crap, and you will be amazed. And then good luck with getting your kids to not watch it. But, you're, but you need to have a conversation with your kids. It's one thing for our generation, kind of the last generation that's probably brought up going to church all the time. You know, it's one thing for, you know, we have that basis of, of at least the exposure and the choice of whether to follow God and Jesus Christ. We at least had that choice. How many, how many generations of kids do we have who have never even been exposed to a good, to a good church, and even being allowed to have knowledge of Jesus, so that they could choose or not, or choose to or not to follow Him?
1: So, so you we, know, that that's a huge thing. But you read in the Bible, and so we're talking about the stuff, it's daunting. And evil is pretty busy right now. Uh, The evil one is pretty busy right now. But we know that actually uh, Christ has defeated uh, evil, has overcome sin and death. And so we can take great hope in that. So I I think we can agree. Just, um, well, and... You know, you talk about Hollywood or the music, but um, the evil one's gotten very involved, obviously, in, in politics, in education, um, churches that are focusing on social justice instead of the gospel. Uh, it's pretty pretty prevalent out there. But our God is bigger than all of that, Jill. He is. He is. But it doesn't mean that he
2: is going to stop everything. Right. Right. We have to make the choice. We choose. At the same time, when I'm looking at all of the, what I say is evil stuff happening in the world, getting more and more evil, where scientists, computer programmers, the World Economic Forum all want to turn human beings, God's creation, into a robot, and they think that's a good thing, and they're in the process of doing it and happy with their progress by mid 2030s. <laughs> that's like mid 2030, 10 years, 10 years, folks. Uh, do you think God is going to let that happen? Do you think God is going to allow human beings to be turned, his creation to be turned into robots? I don't.
1: Then what do you think he might do? Well, he might. Uh, um, I'm, well, I mean, we we might be in, in the days where Christ is coming back from the clouds. I I don't know for sure.
2: Yeah, and so it makes you wonder, right? And then we've got artificial intelligence, so we're turning robots into humans, humans into robots. Black is white, right is wrong,
1: up is down, right? Boys are girls, girls are boys. Right, so Do you not right. feel, though—okay, so the Tower of Babel— mm-hmm. uh, that was where men were aspiring to try to be god every time man right. tries to be god it doesn't work out very well for anybody right
2: right and at that time but, but you know there's always been a timeline we just don't know exactly what it is there's always been god i mean in revelation the the second coming of christ and you know, and we always focus on, oh gosh, this is going to be a terrible time. Hold on, folks. You really have to read the whole thing because the end is magnificent. What? Why? Why would the Book of Revelation be included in the Bible if there wasn't a plan to deal with the ultimate degradation of? Humanity and the and the rise of Satan to a certain point where Jesus goes, "Yep, I'm coming back." Okay, we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna put the kibosh on this right now in a big way, right?
1: Could be. I don't know. I don't
2: know. I'm just yeah. I'm raising the question. I don't have all the answers, but I can tell you there are a whole lot of really good scriptural pastors that are are going through Revelation that are talking about this like for the first time in years and years and years. There are plenty of pastors out there who don't even want to address it, but there are some really great pastors out there that are actually going through biblical prophecy, the book of Revelation, and kind of trying to put the pieces together or at least least talk about the possibility. So my question to myself was, is all of this stuff happening just because it's you know, the, the progression of man's knowledge and accumulation of knowledge, and now it's going to get away from him, or what? Uh, or is it really part of an overall plan that really we've been told about from, the, from Genesis through the entire Old and New Testaments? Well, I mean, these are. are talking about this progression. What do they call it? The mystery of iniquity. It's called the mystery of iniquity. I can't remember by who. Paul. Uh, Apostle Paul calls it the mystery of iniquity. In other words, we know that man's going to get worse and worse and that, that the second coming of Christ will happen. We just don't know how, by what means, uh, will man become so bad that. that uh, the second coming is kind of announced.
1: Okay. So I've got a a question that I'm going to ask you when we come back, I'm talking with Dr. Jill Vecchio and, and, uh, certainly the evil one is very busy these days. And, um, how can, well, I've got the question that I'll ask her when we come back, we get to have these conversations because of our great sponsors. Uh, one of those is Karen Levine.
5: With the limited number of homes in the Colorado front range market, Karen Levine can help you achieve your home buying or selling vision. Karen has the right connections, technology, and strategies to help you buy or sell your home or to purchase a new build. Whether you're feeling overwhelmed or want someone to take the wheel or you just need a second opinion, you can rest assured that RE-MAX realtor, Karen Levine, is the right agent for you. Call Karen Levine at 303 877 Seventy-five sixteen. Karen is the trusted professional who strives for excellence. That number is 303-877-7516.
6: Boson Law is a local law firm dedicated to helping injured individuals in Denver and the surrounding areas fight for the justice they deserve. Boson Law focuses on personalized representation tailored to your unique situation with one-on-one attention and counsel and consistent communication. Boson Law personal injury attorneys have extensive trial experience and have successfully represented clients against the interests of powerful corporations, manufacturers, insurance companies, and government agencies. Contact Boson Law at 303-999-9999 for a complimentary in-person consultation. Again, that number is 303-999-9999. Call now at
7: 303-999-9999. You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Munson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, KimMunson.com. That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com.
1: Welcome back to The Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M-O-N-S-O-N.com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. You can email me at Kim at KimMunson.com as well. And thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice, and we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good I- idea, you should not have to force people to do it. did want to say thank you to Laramie Energy and Karis Oil & Gas for their gold sponsorship of the show. Uh, my friends, reliable, efficient, affordable, and abundant energy fuels our, our food production, uh, f- fuels our lives, it powers our prosperity. And uh, so I'm very grateful for reliable, efficient, affordable, and abundant energy. also wanted to mention the USMC Memorial Foundation. Uh, with what we're seeing, we've talked a lot about it, the, the removal of the uh, monument to reconciliation at Arlington National Cemetery, uh, we don't need to be removing things. We need to be talking about our history and or renaming things. We need to talk about our history. And uh, that's why what the work they, that they are doing to raise the money for the uh, remodel of the Marine Memorial right here in um, uh, Golden, Colorado at Sixth and Colfax is so important. You can help them by going to usmcmemorialfoundation.org. usmcmemorialfoundation.org. Jill, we've we've talked about the evil one is quite busy in uh, our world today. The evil one does not like. individuals, uh, humans. He, he does not like human beings. He doesn't like us as individuals. Uh, which, actually, America was founded on the idea of the sanctity of the individual, which I think that you can take that right back to Christmas, Christ, and God's value of us. But as uh, as we, you were talking about this, and maybe with all that, that is happening, Christ may return soon. I Nobody knows for sure. But um, years ago, I was in a Bible class, and we went through this program called, um, by Francis Schaeffer, How Should We Then Live? So I guess that's the question I have for you, is with all this, how should we then live? I love that question, because, um, you know, in, in
2: Revelation, it says one of the, one of the Uh, stimulants for the opening of the first seal, or of the seven seals, right? It's called the apostasy of the church. So apostasy doesn't just apply to Islam. Islam. Apostasy just means falling away of faith. And I think we can see that uh, throughout our culture. We're falling away from the ways of God and what God would want us to do. And in Matthew, 713 it says "So, like the the road to perdition in other words the road to hell is wide and smooth and easy, it's an easy path you just have to go along with whatever you want to go along with do whatever you want to do but the road to righteousness or the road to heaven, the road to God is narrow and difficult and very few will pass along that road will make it through the gate so keeping that in mind Uh, A couple of things that I—this is what I've been doing. I do believe that this is kind of an overall plan of biblical prophecy and and God's plan for the world in general, that we know it's going to come to an end if you believe in the Bible and believe in God. We know it's going to come to an end. The question is, when and how? And what we are assigned to do really are—it's an easy job when you really think about it trust God. Believe in Jesus Christ. Thank God every day for everything he's done for you. Do your best to follow him. If you mess up, which we all do, ask him honestly for forgiveness. He already knows. You know, you don't need to tell him what you did. He already knows, but he wants to hear you tell him what you did
1: and ask for forgiveness. So that only repentance...
2: Absolutely, you know you don't have to go to. I, I'm I'm not Catholic, but I don't believe you have to go through a Catholic priest. God already knows everything you've done, and and He just wants to hear you admit what you did wrong, and ask for forgiveness. And that's that's not that hard.
8: Well, it is, I, and
2: I it think isn't. All of us need to, you know, it is, well, and it isn't. Well, you don't have to tell anybody else. You just have right. to tell him. But right. Have to be. But you have to be. You have to be humble enough, and uh, what's the downside? You know, what's the downside? I I haven't found one. Uh, Ask for forgiveness, forgive other people, and try to live the best way that you can. Start reading the Bible. Start generating a really great relationship with God. And I tell you what, you won't regret one second of it. Read the Bible. Somebody said early on when I was really doing deep dives, the, the Bible is the greatest mystery book ever written written, and it is it's fascinating. Start listening to really good pastors that are really doing deep dives into scripture and I tell you what it it's, I'm happier now than I have been, probably my whole life
1: Oh because of this. Have you watched any of the chosen <laughs> How many times? <laughs> oh, I think you've probably seen all of it at least five times through. They, yeah, it's
2: just it's it's an absolutely amazing show. People criticize it. They're, you know, it's an adaptation. They put some things together, but they also have a Catholic priest, a messianic Jewish rabbi, and a uh, an evangelical theologian uh, consulting on on all of it, saying, "Yeah, this is this is okay. We're not going to let you, We're not going to let you go way out there." But it's, it's an absolutely fascinating, wonderful, inspirational series that I recommend to everybody. And, you know, you, you, nothing is going to be perfect out there. If you're waiting for something to be perfect, you're going to be disappointed constantly. And if you want something else to be perfect, really, are you perfect? And I'm not saying you, you personally can, because we know you are. No, I just don't. <laughs> yeah, but, right. but, but, you know, it's kind of if you're looking for something to be absolutely perfect and exactly what you want, just like in
1: politics. You're never going to find it, so give it up. Well, and to to that point, when I talk to... Well, I say it at the beginning of the show, strive for excellence. uh, Because I think I used to really try to get to... You know, have things perfect. It's never going to happen. And boy, it can be a lot of anxiety trying to make that happen. And just understanding that that is impossible. There was only one perfect one. But because we are Christian. We are called to do our best and to strive for excellence. So we certainly will fall down and we will not always be excellent, but instead of perfection, we strive to be the best that we can be. And, uh, and that is, I think, uh, you mentioned you're, you're happier than you maybe have been in a long time or ever. And I think me getting rid of that Perfection component, but striving for excellence. There's a big difference between the two, because striving for excellence gives the grace for things when we, um, you know, uh, mess up or or if something goes wrong, right?
2: Right, but also, but also believe that when you con- confess your transgressions or your sins to Jesus Christ that the fact that he, this is Christmas, you know, he was born for a reason. He died on the cross for a really great reason. I mean, to so that we could go to him and say, I screwed up, please forgive me. And then it's important to believe that you are forgiven.
4: Because you and
2: are. Because you are. That was, that's, that's why he came down. He came down to show us how to live. And then to die for our sins so that we didn't, you know, and Gentiles, non-Jewish people as well as Jews. It's just been an amazing transition. And if you really start to, to read your Bible and listen to these sermons and have a pastor who knows his Bible help interpret the Scriptures, it's a wonderful combination for you to start to get a great relationship with God. One of the other things, I remember... You know, when, um, when I'd have a patient and, and I had to tell her that she had cancer, I tell you what, every single patient, so it's, I think our world has cancer, right, terminal cancer. So when I would tell the patient she had cancer, it, the first thing is, what can I do, what can I do, what can I do? And it's kind of like I want stuff to happen yesterday, right? Right. And with my own cancer, it's like I, I wanted my kidney taken out last week. Okay. So how soon can we do this? And what's the plan? Where do we go? Ask God for a job. Once, once I told those patients, okay, here's, we're gonna make this appointment, this appointment, this appointment. Or we're gonna just set up with this. We need you to do this. They felt so much better because then there's there's a plan. Give me a job. And I pray every day that God gives me a job. God gave you a great job. He gives me a job every time I get to be on your show. Every time I get to do a talk with a group, that's part of my job that I believe that God has guided me to. I believe this is that's what I believe. I believe that God has guided you to have this wonderful radio show. And once you have a job, ask God for a job. Find something greater than yourself. To work on, and you're going to feel better already, and you're going to have a better relationship with God as a result. You're going to be more at peace because you will start turning over your anxiety to God and Jesus Christ. And that's the point. That's the whole point. That's what He's always wanted for us, was to just live with Him and let Him guide us.
1: Well, and and certainly Christ coming as a baby at Christmas and dying on the cross, he overcame sin, he overcame death, so that we may have eternal uh, life with Christ and with God. I, I've got a quote, a Pascal quote, <clears throat> that... Um, One of our other guests had mentioned Pascal, and now I can't remember if we we mentioned this quote or not. But when we come back, I'm going to uh, mention it and then have you comment on that. So I'll keep that as a cliffhanger. We actually know it would be more fair if I gave you the quote. So I'm going to do this. Here we go. He says, If I believe in God and life after death, and you do not, and if there is no God, we both lose when we die. However, if there is a God... You still lose, and I gain everything. So I'll, uh, I'll posit that again when we come back. I'm talking with Dr. Jill Vecchio. And we have these discussions because I have wonderful sponsors, and one of those is Lauren Levy.
7: The rise in interest rates is causing challenges and creating opportunities. For nearly 20 years, mortgage specialist with Polygon Financial Group, Lorne Levy, has helped individuals realize their hopes and dreams of home ownership, fund kids' educations through second mortgages, and access capital by utilizing reverse mortgages. Lorne is not constrained to work with just one lender because he works with so many different lenders. Licensed in 49 states, Lorne offers choices for your individual mortgage needs. Preparation leads to success, so call Lauren Levy at 303-880-8881 so that you're prepared for opportunity in the mortgage market. That's Lauren Levy.
6: Franktown Firearms training programs have something for every age and skill level in the friendliest gun range in town. With highly skilled men and women instructors, you're sure to find the right instructor for your needs. Franktown's 10-lane, 30-yard shooting range provides the right place to train where you feel confident and ready to learn. Whether you're a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Franktown Firearms will meet your needs. Training runs from simple gun safety and care to obtain your concealed carry permit or honing your skills with advanced tactical moving and shooting. The Special Forces Green Beret Trainer has you covered. And women, you won't want to miss Ladies' Night, the first Friday of each month, where you can bond and train together. Gift certificates for training are available over anything in their fully stocked store and Franktown is a faster Colorado certified training site. Just go to klzradio.com/franktown to get shooting today. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made.
1: welcome back to the Kim Munson show be sure and check out our website that is Kim Munson M O N S O N dot ncom sign up for our weekly email newsletter and you can email me at Kim at Kim Munsoncom as well thank you to all of you who support us we are an independent voice and we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force force versus freedom if something's a good idea you should not have to force people to do it I did want to mention uh, the Center for American values I, I love this place and they are non-political and they're they're nonpartisan. They are just focused on honoring our Medal of Honor recipients with their portraits of valor and their fabulous little Medal of Honor quote book. But also taking these things that and th- these people received the Medal of Honor for taking action when the situation presented itself. We are being presented uh, in 2024 uh, with uh, opportunities to take action. And we are called to do that while we are here on this earth. Um, So the Center for American Values, they also have these great educational programs, and they've just created an online program, civics program, uh, for K through 12. And so check all this out by going to AmericanValueCenter.org. It's AmericanValueCenter.org. And also, be sure and check out our documentary, A Climate Conversation. You can watch it for free at aclimateconversation.com. We are pre-recording all of these shows for the week of Christmas. And on the line is Dr. Jill Vecchio. And we're talking about really big ideas, good and evil. What are we looking at uh, regarding the future? Uh, Of course, we know that Christ uh, came to earth is a baby. He uh, was uh, died on the cross, overcame sin and death, and is alive again so that we can spend eternity with him. But So I had this quote that I wanted to get your, your uh, comments on that, and that's by uh, Pascal. He said this, Jill, uh, and I'm talking with Dr. Joe Vecchio, if I believe in God and life after death, and you do not, and if there is no God, we both lose when we die. However, if there is a God, you still lose, and I gain everything. And that's a real thought provoker there, Dr. Jill. Absolutely. You know, and it, it always kind of amazes me
2: that Christians, um, or, or certainly people who are, seem to be wonderful, good, God-fearing, God-loving Christians, are still afraid of death. It doesn't make any sense to me the people who should be afraid of death are people who don't have any consolation for what will happen when they die. There is no good thing about dying. Um, You know, you just just rot in the ground. I mean, Christians, we are always told that there will be an amazing eternity afterlife for us and You know, you brought up up the Veterans Memorial. Um, Think about the military. They take an oath when they, you know, when they take their oath and agree to die for their country. And we as a country and a people call that their ultimate sacrifice when they die in service of their country. Why do we think of it so differently when we die in service to God, when we die, period? It, it's, it seems like there's a disconnect there. Am, it, am I making sense? Yes. So, and, with, and with, your, with your quote, that's exactly right. What do you have to lose? What have you got to lose well it doesn't just mean you go oh okay i believe in god now it's not it doesn't work that way you have to make commitment but it can be very simple and what do you have to lose you know hollywood actors can't admit it because they won't won't may not get any more work in hollywood right right and, and and the Bible says that we will be and the history is proof that Christians have been persecuted, but American soldiers are killed for being American. And we see that as a s such an honorable and admirable thing. Why do we look at our own Christianity differently?
1: That's that's an important point. I, I'm gonna. I, I've got a little bit of levity that I'm going to share share with you. Oh, maybe uh, we need that. Yeah. That. Um, <laughs> so I heard this this joke recently. It said. Um, a couple, uh, I mean, they really took care of themselves. They they ate right. They exercised. I mean, they, they did everything right regarding their health. And they both ended up dying and going to heaven. And they get to heaven, and there is just tables and tables of of food and, and just, you know, roasts and steak and turkey and sweets and all that. And they walk in and the husband looks at the wife and says, "You know what? We could have been here 3 years earlier if it wasn't for those darn your uh, your darn brand muffins." <laughs> <laughs>
2: exactly, good point. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anyway, we we've, we've got just a few minutes left, Jill, and I mean, you're really sharing your heart here. And this is these are there's you know, there's this is big stuff that's going on in our world right now. And it can be daunting if we focus on that. We, we need to understand, and we do need to engage in this battle of ideas. We need to engage when there is a, a Satan um, uh, display in the Iowa State Capitol. We need to uh, engage in this battle of ideas. Uh, and I, I don't think use force to uh, actually shut down ideas, but use God's God's word to do that. So we've got about three minutes left. How would you like to button this up?
2: Uh, number one, I think people need to understand that Satan's been at work, is currently at work, and man, it's his work is accelerating on earth right now. And I, I would love for more and more people to acknowledge the presence of Satan, the activity of Satan, and the threat of Satan in our everyday lives. I think that's critical. Number two, um, increase your relationship with God. And what is it? I can't, I can't remember. I mean, there's Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want to make me to lie down in green pastures and lie beside the still waters, which is wonderful. But there's also another, and I can't remember where it's from, but it's like, be still and know that I'm God. In other words, settle down, take a breath and trust in God. He has a plan. He has a plan for each one of us, I believe. And the Bible says he does. He has a plan for each one of us. Help him with this plan. Lord, help me help you, right? (laughs) Help me help you. Tell me what you want me to do. And I tell you what, you will, I swear you're going to feel better. I just promise. Be still, know that he's in charge, ask him for a job, and then just wait for him to give
1: you an answer and uh, yeah yeah and the end of the church that I'm attending it says and send me out to do the work that you would have me do and gosh who who said that that be still and know that I am God did you ever hear this somebody had done this progression with me uh, uh, and it said be still and know that I am God be still and know be still be and I I've always loved that Jill Yeah,
2: and and I I love the idea that um, learn to say thank you for everything. Thank God for every single day, every kind of weather, every little tiny thing, every, you know, beautiful flower, every dried up beautiful leaf. You know, it's, it's, it's like everything. We are surrounded by so many things that God gave us. How often do we say thank you?
1: Oh, that is so important. You know,
2: and... Yeah, we live in Colorado. You know, I have a friend, and she says, "My, I, I, I I have deepened my relationship with God just from I go running in the mountains or go for a hike, and every single thing I see, I I start to find amazement in everything around me, and I thank God for every single thing that I see.
1: Oh, I It's, it's simple." I love it. Dr. Jill Vecchio, thank you so much. Merry Christmas to uh, you and yours. And uh, we're going to be in it in 2024. And I know we'll be there together. So thank you.
2: Absolutely. Happy New Year, everybody. God
1: bless. And uh, the quote for the end of the show, I chose John 812. He says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will not walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. And so my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well, live honestly and authentically, strive for high ideals, and like Superman, stand for truth, justice, and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you. God bless America. And stay tuned for hour number two.
6: The speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.
0: It's the Kim Munson Show, analyzing the most important stories.
1: I find that it takes work to get your brain around these ideas, and it takes work to engage in these conversations.
0: The latest in politics and world affairs.
1: With what is happening down at the state house, I used to think that it was above my pay grade to read the legislation, and it's not.
0: Today's Current Opinions and Ideas.
1: I see big danger in as much as we will be giving an unelected bureaucrat the power to make rules about what we inject into our bodies.
0: Is it freedom or is it force? Let's have a conversation.
1: welcome to our number two of the Kim Munson show. Thank you so much for joining us. You're each treasured. You're valued. You have purpose today. Strive for excellence. Take care of your heart, your soul, your mind, and your body. My friends, we were made for this moment. Thank you to the team. That is producer Joe, producer Luke, Rachel, Nicole, Zach, Echo Charlie, all the people here at Crawford Broadcasting. I am blessed to work with with amazing people. And we are pre-recording these shows for Christmas week. So we have very special guests and are able to delve into these subjects even more, But did want to say thank you to Laramie Energy and Carousel Oil & Gas for their gold sponsorship of the show. And my friends, reliable, efficient, affordable, and abundant energy helps uh, fuel our prosperity. It feeds us. And so it's important that we understand all this and that we are energy literate. And so, again, thank you to Laramie Energy and Carousel Oil & Gas for their sponsorship of the show. Uh, We... um, have pre like I said we pre recorded these and on the line with me is C L Bryant and he is an award winning filmmaker the film is Runaway Slave uh, he's formerly with Freedom Works and he is the host of the C L Bryant Show which is on, and you can find that at Red State C L Bryant welcome to the show
9: thank you so much Kim it's good to be with you again
1: it's been a while and a lot has happened since we last talked C L.
9: Oh, my God, Kim. So, you know, the last time that you and I spoke, uh, President Trump was president of the United States. And uh, so in that frame of time, we see what has happened.
1: And, Seal, I guess the first question I'm going to ask you is I felt we were had been making great progress regarding race relations. And, uh, and, and I really, I mean, tr- and President Trump, and, and I guess even at this point in time, is receiving support from the black communities. But I cannot believe, you know, what is happening. In fact, just recently, the mayor of Boston had a dinner, kind of an official dinner for people of color. I mean, I'm just a little shocked that we are, are I think, going backwards on all that.
9: Indeed we are, Kim. You know, I'm old enough to remember the civil rights days. I was seven and eight years old uh, when the 64-65 Civil Rights Act was signed. My parents were activists responsible for helping bringing uh, Dr. King to um, Shreveport, Louisiana, back in 1959. I think I was three years old at the time. And um, uh, Galilee Baptist Church there in Shreveport. And we have taken a huge... Uh, step uh, two, maybe perhaps two steps backwards in our relations here in America as far as race is concerned. I don't think that those who had the valor who have the legitimate valor and did pay the price for all of us, uh, women, uh, blacks, uh, whoever in that movement, especially Jews uh, who walked alongside of uh, that in, in that movement and whose participation if it was lacking, uh, there would not have been a civil rights movement. It's hard to understand how uh, these uh, attacks on them even are coming about now in 2023. And unfortunately, on our, our college campuses, and when we look at this Christmas season that, uh, and this New Year season that we are in uh, here in our nation, America, when we look at uh, times past and uh, what they were like, say, 40 or 50 years ago, even the spirit of Christmas and the spirit of New Year's is tainted by the absolute lunacy that is coming from the minds and hearts of people who should inherit this nation. Their birthright is being stolen, and they're giving it away, trying to recapture uh, things that are days that have already been won. Uh, you have a black president uh, now uh, in history, recorded in history in this country. And it uh, proves to me that there's nothing in 2023 or in the 2000s or in this point in time in America that the color of your skin would stop you from doing.
1: Well, and CL, I can honestly, I can't believe this. When we think about the words of Dr. King uh, in his I Dream a Speech, I Dream a Speech, I Dream of. A, a place where my children will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. And then we see, and I really think it's the radical activist left that is defining people, putting, trying to put people into groups, which is actually Marxist to de- define people by groups instead of the beautiful individuals that they are, they're treasured by God. Uh, I, I mean, I can't believe that we are getting to the point of looking at people as you know through the lens of color instead of who they are.
9: You know, Kim, uh what happens and I ask this question around the country when I, I go out to speak. I still crisscross the nation uh pretty frequently almost monthly uh to speak and I ask this question what happens when you lose character? Uh, How is it, then, that we're being judged by the content of our character when people uh, have a very difficult time defining what character is anymore in this country? Can we, you know, we can't even define what gender is in this (laughs) country. (laughs) And so it's uh, very difficult, I guess, to uh, actually define content of character. And unfortunately, when I, I, of course, I meet a lot of young people who have tons and tons of character. But uh, by and large, that is being bred out uh, of the patriotic heart. The character of our patriotic heart is being bred out of our American young. And so uh, the only thing that's left are the superficial things, like the way you look, uh, perhaps the way that uh, you, you, you present yourself as a male or a female. And, Kim, one of the fights that uh, is definitely going to enter into civil rights, believe it or not, is that of these young ladies who are athletes. My daughters were athletes when they were young. I cannot imagine uh, an America that would want to actually actively uh, dismantle women's sports in this nation. It is absolutely atrocious.
1: Well, and uh, that I, I think that's another discussion that we can talk about is this canceling of women. So we'll continue the conversation. I'm talking with CL Bryant, and it's been a while. I mean, so much has happened because uh, back when the last time we talked, CL, President Trump was president, we didn't have even all of this uh, trans men, you know, uh, competing in women's sports. So we're con- going to continue the conversation about that. We get to do this because we have a lot of great sponsors, and one of those great sponsors is the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. And uh, Roger's team can create personalized insurance plans to cover all your needs from protection for your cars to your home, condo, boat, motorcycle, business, and renter's coverage. So contact the Roger Mangan team now at 303-795-8855 for a complimentary appointment. Like a good neighbor, Roger Mangan's team is there. I am so blessed to work with amazing people, and one of those amazing people is my friend Karen Levine. Uh, she is an award winning realtor with REMAX Alliance. She has been a, a sponsor, partner of the show for ever since I started solo, and even before that. Uh, Karen, um, we pre recorded this, and um, I'm going to be beginning my six-year solo, which is hard to believe. And you've been with me through all this. It's been quite the journey. It has been
8: quite a journey. And I remember when you first started to tell me about your radio show and what you were trying to do and and the truths you were trying to get out there and i said i want to be a part of it i want to be a part of the discussion and you and i have some really good discussions a lot of times we challenge each other and we bring out um, points of view um, that each of us have that are different but we can come to some resolve and also grow from that and maybe come to conclusions we wouldn't have if we hadn't had the conversations. And that's what's beautiful about the Kim Munson show is um, starting the
1: conversation. And that's what we're all about. And in that conversation, searching for truth and clarity in all of this. And uh, so I, I thank you for that. And, and like you, you say, these are discussions that we don't always agree on everything, but we learn uh, from each other. And so that's, that's really important. 2024 is right around the corner. Uh, you're at the forefront on creativity and innovation with all things regarding home ownership. People want to have their home. or I mean, many people do. And if they do, we, we want to make that a reality. And you can help them with that.
8: I certainly can. And we're excited about 2024. 2023 was challenging in the real estate space. We had high interest rates, which um, created less affordability, and we had not a lot of inventory. And so prices didn't come down much at all. There was some pressure on some pricing in certain areas, but we see 2024 that sellers are going to be willing to make some changes as far as their housing and start putting homes on the market so we should see a little more inventory in 2024 and we've already started to see some easing on interest rates which we believe will continue throughout the year it won't be dramatic it'll be small changes downward but it will create more affordability for all people that are in the home ownership market and we can find them a home that is a good fit and that they can start to build that equity and wealth for themselves and for generations. And I love that. And you said that you are starting to get phone calls from young people. I am. And it's really lovely. That's Um, Awesome. They have been paying rent, you know, as you do, you uh, get through high school and or college and you want to get out on your own and so you find a roommate or two and you pay rent and um, you don't have a lot of control over your housing. Your landlord, it's its their property mm-hmm. and, and they tell you how you will use that property and um, they take your money to buy that property, mm-hmm. which is beautiful for investors, small investors like myself and my other clients that mm-hmm. choose to go out and buy condos and single-family homes for renters. Mm-hmm. There's nothing wrong with that. They're building also um, their wealth for the future. But they get renters get to a point, a lot of them, that they want that money going back to them
1: and that's what home ownership allows them to do. And I love that. And that number is 303-877-7516 for Karen Levine. Changing gears just a little bit. We're looking at 2024. Mm-hmm. Do you do New Year's resolutions? Well,
8: I don't really do resolutions per se. Um, I do business planning, um, which actually entails both personal and business goals. And we look at what are the things I'd like to get accomplished in 2024 and put that together. But more importantly, three years ago, I believe, I started reading um, a small book. It's called One Word. Uh, That will change your life. One word that will change your life. And it's a small book. And you read through the book and it allows you to focus in on one word that you will focus in on for the year. And it's your guiding light. It's your principle. And so in 2023, my word was curiosity. And I felt I needed that because of a changing landscape in many things in my Mm -hmm. life. And I needed to approach it with curiosity, not with curiosity. a lot of opinion mm-hmm. and, you know, that type of thing. But this year, my word will be joy, and I'm excited because in turbulent times, we still need to be, bring
1: joy to each and every day. I think I'll uh, do that as well. So, Karen Levine, thank you so much. Wishing you a very prosperous 2024. Thank you, Kim. And Karen Levine,
3: 303-877-7516. So I switched my insurance to the Roger Mannion State Farm Insurance Agency. Get this. I actually talked to Roger Mangan, who has been helping people with their insurance coverage in our community for 47 years. He helped me create a State Farm personalized price insurance plan for my home and auto and explained affordable options. For personalized service and peace of mind that you are working with a team that cares about you and your family, call Roger Mangan now at 303-795-8855. Kim highly recommends the Roger Mangan State Farm Insurance Team. Again, that number is 303-795-8855.
5: With the limited number of homes in the Colorado Front Range market, Karen Levine can help you achieve your home buying or selling vision. Karen has the right connections, technology and strategies to help you buy or sell your home or to purchase a new build. Whether you're feeling overwhelmed or want someone to take the wheel or you just need a second opinion, you can rest assured that Remax realtor Karen Levine is the right agent for you. Call Karen Levine at 303-877 Bible. 7516, Karen is the trusted professional who strives for excellence. That number is 303-877-7516.
7: You'd like to get in touch with one of the sponsors of The Kim Munson Show, but you can't remember their phone contact or website information. Find a full list of advertising partners on Kim's website, Kimmunson.com That's Kim, M-O-N-S-O-N dot com. <laughs>
1: And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is kim Munson, M O N S O N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter, and you can email me at kim at kimmunson dot com as well. Uh, did want to mention the USMC Memorial Foundation, and I think we'll be talking more about. Well, CL, CL Bryant mentioned, you know, our, our history and. and um, you know, how important that is. So we're going to talk more about that. But what the USMC Memorial Foundation is doing to raise money for the remodel of the Marine Memorial, uh, which is here in Golden, Colorado at Sixth and Colfax to honor those that have given their lives, been willing to give their lives for us and for our liberty. And uh, they're raising the money for the remodel. You can help them by going to USMCMemorialFoundation.org. That is USMCMemorialFoundation.org. C. L. Bryant, he is an award-winning filmmaker. His film is "Runaway Slave." Uh, he's uh, formerly um, with Freedom Works. Or I guess they're, you're still with them, a senior fellow, is that right, or uh, what's the exact?
9: Yes, senior fellow uh, still. Um, however, there's a restructuring that's going on, and so. Uh, I'm waiting for the coach to call me off
1: the bench. Okay, got it, got it. And then also the host of the C.L. Bryant Show, which you can find at Red State. Hey, question regarding Runaway Slave. What year was that? And that was pretty edgy when you did that, correct?
9: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was way ahead of its time. In fact, we're working on a, a new film as well. It was in 2012 when we released that.
1: 2012, so 11 years ago. And you know what, for, um, well, first of all, how can people watch it, and what is the premise of the film? You can go to Tubi. It's
9: on Tubi. If you have Tubi on your smart television, you go to Tubi and watch Runaway Slave. It was a film at the time, uh, back in uh, 2012, uh, that was encouraging black people to run away from the the Democrat plantation. In fact, that's where that. Uh, phrase actually emanated. Herman Cain came, came out of the mouth of Herman Cain. Oh yeah, uh, and uh, and and you don't hear about Herman or Frederick does even for that matter these days. You only hear the no. Wayne doctor coming out of liberal liberals' mouths uh, these days. But that's what the film was about, and uh, we won the Crystal Dove Award for best uh, release in, um, uh, in uh, limited documentary in documentaries. And so I uh, am very proud of it. We're moving forward uh, now, about to make our next film. Just finished one with Kevin Sarbo called Another Life. It'll be coming out in the new year. And uh, that's that's what I'm doing these days, Kevin.
1: Oh, my gosh. That is so exciting. And also your uh, your show, C.L. Bryant show at Red State. Tell us when people can see that.
9: You can uh, the C. L. Bryant show is a, is a radio presentation over Red State, which is uh, the largest conservative talk platform in the nation, and uh, that's at 12:05 p.m. Eastern to 2 p.m. Eastern uh, most days that I'm I'm in the chair, and so I uh, uh, thank you for letting me give a plug out. Anybody can uh, reach out to me at at rev at rev C. L. Bryant on. <laughs>
1: I, I love that. I love that. Okay, so uh, yes, we talked last time Donald Trump was uh, president. The world was a much safer place. Uh, and we didn't have all this runaway inflation. Uh, girls were girls. Boys were boys. Now we have boys that want to compete in girls' sports. You said you had girls that were athletes. This is Crazyville. And if uh, I think it's men that can't make it or, you know, basically in men's sports. So they think they're going to come over and compete in women's sports. There should be a category for men that want to compete in women's sports to compete against other men that want to compete in women's sports and protect women's sports. What do you think?
9: Oh, absolutely, Kim. And you know what? The strangest thing about that scenario is that there aren't any women wanting to compete in men's sports. You see, uh, this, this is uh, something, and, and it's the it's strangest silence. On that, you you don't you don't you hear men lining up to, to compete uh, in women's swim teams and so forth. But you don't you don't have women who uh, have the uh, identity crisis with their sexuality, uh, even if it's a crisis. They they don't they don't try to, to switch over because they know the difference in the structure of a human body for males and, and females. Nothing uh, chauvinistic about that. There's it's just a biological fact. And God did it. I mean, I, we had nothing to do with it. You or I. Uh, we were born. We were male. We were female. And if we became athletic, then we participated in, in our gender sports. But uh, there is a certain redirecting, a certain reordering, not only of our policies and of American policies, that Donald Trump held very steadfast to American policies, MAGA. Uh, make it great again, and the policies of our nation, from our founding, you know, with our uh, founding document that tells us that we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, but we don't have the right to gender bend. That's his job. That's, that's what he did uh, for us. But we are taking on the role of the creator at this point, and we're reordering even the uh, uh, genders of our citizens in this nation,
1: which I think is absolutely atrocious. Uh, well, and so, CL, you are a Christian minister. And uh, when we get into this debate, I think sometimes there are those that say, you know, they try to go down the, the Christian, the mantra that, oh, Christians are trying to, to um, don't care about people. They don't care about trans people. They don't care. And, and it's not that at all. And, and, and I got into this kind of back and forth with an elected representative that was, was not really, I would say, not really uh, standing to protect children from, like, drag shows and uh, also this whole trans movement. And instead of saying that this goes against God's law... I actually, I posited that this goes against nature's law. Of course, nature's law, which is referred to in the Declaration, is God's law. But uh, saying that this goes against nature's law, you know, man, woman, uh, all that, it, it kind of, it, it actually was, I think, a little more effective. What, what's your thoughts on that?
9: You know, Kim, like you, uh, and you rightly said, both of us are ashamed followers of Jesus Christ. We're Christians. And uh, I, I have no hatred for any uh, group of people. I have friends who are gay. I just disagree with them. It's not that I hate them. I disagree with them, like I do Democrats. I, 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 I'm a Republican, and uh, I, I don't hate Democrats. I just totally disagree with them. Uh, and, and so, whether they're male or female, but what we see happening now and I don't know where it has come from Kim and and I don't know how we could have our eyes wide open all the while this is taking place and um, uh, our children in those government buildings that that we send them to in public school every day if you happen to have child in in, in public school there are things going on there that COVID actually did uh, help us see and realize uh, what's going on there was books that our children were studying that they did never they never brought home. Uh, and there was a purpose for that. I was talking to uh, parents uh, the other night. Uh, my wife and I Annie were down in Palm Beach talking to some couples and uh, there were books that uh, they got their hands on that never left the schoolhouse that uh, they were being taught from, that did explicitly uh, encourage uh, homosexual and gay relationships. And so uh, if that's what you want your child to engage in, then I guess that is up to you. However, uh, that's not what we would want ours to be engaged in, and that is up to us, Uh, Kim. That is not up to some school administration. Americans have lost the reins on our own children in a land where we pay the taxes. To educate
1: them. And so that is why transparency, as you mentioned, you and I are both Christians, Christ, and we're celebrating the birth of Christ, the light of the world. And so we need to make sure that these ideas are, are transparent, because when there's transparency on bad ideas, uh, basically good ideas will prevail over those bad ideas, CL.
9: Absolutely right, Kim, and one of the things I would say to the Christian pastor here today, and a price is going to have to be paid, and it's going to be with courage uh, and and people of intestinal fortitude to stand up and push back. But the one thing that I think Christian ministers miss uh, today is uh, when Christ came into this world, according to Scripture and according to our faith, he came to set the captives free. And uh, he came unto his own, who was the Jewish, the Israeli people. And they were under the thumb of what was known as the Sanhedrin Council, and they were under the thumb of Caesar. Christ came to take them on. And many ministers say that, well, we're not going to get involved with with you in that political thing, uh, CL, because uh, we just want to preach the gospel. Well, they misunderstand, in my estimation, Kim, the mission of Christ. Uh, He came, he took them on, but it cost him the crucifixion. And I think that is one thing that our uh, Christian pastors in our country today may be afraid of is the crucifixion. But without that, we have no resurrection. And America is in desperate need of someone who is ready to pay the price for renewing our country, and and that's why I I do support uh, uh, Donald John Trump uh, to be the next president of the United States, because I know that he's able to walk through the fires and take the pains of the crucifixion so that there can be a MAGA, a resurrection of our nation, which is a great nation, has a great history. Yes, we went through a lot of different difficulties to get here racially and all. Uh, types of ways we've gone through the trials of growing pains in America, but it has been worth it. We cannot fight our father's fight. We can't fight our grandfather's fight. The only fight that you and I should be uh, truly engaged in right now, Kim, is how things are going to shape up for you and I and our children as we go into the future, because there's nothing we could do about our past.
1: Well, and I think that is so, so important. And uh, I'm talking with Seagull Bryant, and uh, I get to do this because I have amazing sponsors.
6: A recent report notes that the number of children diagnosed with autism spectrum disorder is consistently and dramatically increasing. This is heartbreaking. If your child or grandchild or someone you know has been diagnosed with autism or ADHD following exposure to Tylenol or acetaminophen during pregnancy, call Boson Law at 303-999-9999. Boson Law is a Colorado-based law firm who has been fighting big pharma for over 20 years. Call now at 303 999 for a free, no-obligation review of your potential claim. Call now at 303-999-9999.
4: Focused and wise marketing is essential for your success, especially during tough economic times. If you love The Kim Munson Show, strive for excellence and understand the importance of engaging in the battle of ideas that is raging in America, then talk with Kim about partnership, sponsorship opportunities. Email Kim at KimMunson.com. Kim focuses on creating relationships with individuals and businesses that are tops in their fields. So they are the trusted experts listeners turn to when looking for products or services. Kim personally endorses each of her sponsors. Again, reach out to Kim at KimMunson.com.
1: And welcome back to the Kim Munson Show. Be sure and check out our website. That is Kim Munson, M O N S O N dot com. Sign up for our weekly email newsletter. You can email me at Kim at Kim Munson.com as well. Thank you to all of you who support us. We're an independent voice and we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force, force versus freedom. If something's a good idea, you should not have to force people to do it. I uh, did want to mention the Center for American Values, which is located in Pueblo, Colorado. Pueblo is known as the home of heroes. there are four Medal of Honor recipients that grew up in Pueblo, Colorado. And the Center for American Values was founded by Drew Dix, who is a Medal of Honor recipient for actions he took during the Vietnam War, and Brad Padula, who is an award-winning documentary maker. And the two of them said, we need to A honor our Medal of Honor recipients, and so there's this beautiful Portraits of Valor with quotes from each of the Medal of Honor recipients, and then also instill in ourselves and our children through educational programs these values of America, of honor, integrity, and patriotism. So you can get more information by going to AmericanValueCenter.org. That's AmericanValueCenter.org. We are pre-recording these shows for Christmas week. It allows us to have these special guests and to um, delve into these subjects a little bit more. I'm so pleased to have on the line with me C.L. Bryant. He is an award-winning filmmaker. The documentary is Runaway Slave, and it was filmed in 2012. It was way in, you know, ahead of its time, I would say. Uh, C.L. is a senior fellow with Freedom Works and is the host of the C.L. Bryant show, uh, which you can find that at Red State on Tubi. Uh, so C.L. Bryant... I I actually have done my first film work this last year. A friend of mine, Walt Johnson, who is a geophysicist, took money out of his own retirement plan, he and his wife, Ramey, uh, to... Uh, make a film, uh, and it's called A Climate Conversation. And it's not a knock anybody over the head or, you know, really getting aggressive one way or another. It's just really kind of going through the questioning, the things that are occurring out there. And then we had experts address this. And people can find it for free at aclimateconversation.com. But I'm normally more comfortable behind the mic than in front of the camera, CL. <laughs> <laughs>
9: Kim, you look great on camera.
1: Ah (laughs) Well, check it out. We're really excited about it. And uh, we've thought that we've recommended that people watch it uh, during these holidays so that when the kids come home from college, they can actually have a conversation. It could get heated. I don't know. I guess that's climate change. But let's continue continue on about an issue that we don't know what has happened by the time this is going to broadcast. But that is the monument to reconciliation, which is at Arlington National Cemetery. Uh, The Department of Defense, Lloyd Austin, is slated to take this down Christmas week. There has been a judge that has um, has uh, has ruled that uh, you know. that that's not going to happen right now, but there's going to be a hearing on it. But I found it interesting. The Washington Post referred to it as a Confederate monument, but it's really the monument to reconciliation. And again, this is a healing thing. Uh, And you see this administration and the radical activists that have taken over the Democrat Party. They don't want us to reconcile. They want us to be divided, C.L.,
9: Absolutely they do, Kim, and the one thing that Americans, I certainly would, would, hope, would embrace is the idea that you can't possibly understand the nation that you live in unless you understand all facets of the Civil War. The Civil War is probably the most important war that ever occurred in American history, uh, and it was right here on our own soil. How then do you shut out the minds of uh, American young people who, uh, yes, your uh, African descent uh, in this nation, well, yeah, your your ancestors went through a pretty rough time in the South. Uh, but it may not have been exactly in that way that we have been. It has been portrayed to us, even though slavery, of course, is a, a harsh and, and evil institution, although it must be understood as a part of what we came through. The Irish have their story, the Italians have theirs, certainly the Jews have theirs. Black people have their story in this country. And they should point to it as a point of triumph, uh, an overcoming, instead of a point of uh, oh pitiful me, and look what they did to us. We should look at the strength that it took to bring us to a point where we are today Although, in so many ways, with the family structure in the black community and the American community, uh, it is absolutely crumbling. And taking away the uh, foundational uh, principles and the foundational reference points that we have in history, by taking them away, we actually weaken uh, our future generations because they have no reference to their, to what actually transformed us into the greatest nation. On the face of the planet, and it's all of the things that we went through that has made us the sum total of who we
1: are. Well, NCL, you hit an important point that I think that these people that are they you know they call it the renaming commit uh, commission and they uh, that are erasing history that that they know what they're doing in what you just described. They know what they're doing to our next generations, and instead of of erasing history, we need to talk about it. We need to know where we come from so that we know where we are going. And I think that these folks know what they're doing.
9: Oh, they do, Kim. And you see, when you start telling young people that the Sikh mate next to them is evil because he's white, that is an evil within itself. When this young man or young woman may not have even known anything about uh, their, their their, grandparents, or their great-grandparents, and they certainly didn't have anything to do with the institution of slavery. Uh, interesting story, uh, my family, uh, we, we hated the McBride, so uh, they taught us as kids in my family not to like the McBride because one of them obviously had killed my grandfather's mule. Uh, it was a stray shot, or maybe it was intentional, who knows. But I didn't know why uh, we didn't sit on the same side as the McBride's in church or anything else until one of my cousins uh, answered a question of mine. Why, why can't I talk to the McBride girls? And she told me it's because one of them shot Papa's mule. Now, I didn't know anything about Papa's mule or, or anything like that. I, I was just a kid. But they passed the poison down through word of mouth and what happened in the past which none of us could do anything about anyway. Same thing's happening with our young people in this country. They're teaching us to hate whoever because, well, their great-grandfather did something to Papa's mule. Uh, That's what's going on with this race thing. They wanted us, wanting us to look at uh, ourselves through the scope of the past when there's nothing, absolutely nothing, that we can do about Papa's mule, uh, Papa's beating, uh, Papa's enslavery, enslavement, or his triumph—we—we—we—we we, we, we can't do anything about that. Only thing we have, Kim, and the Scripture tells us this is now, and uh, we have now, and we have perhaps our future, even though that's not promised to anyone.
1: Well, in CL, uh, many of these young people that hear this whole narrative about slavery, and uh, I think we agree, slavery was is not a good thing. And and the idea, when Jefferson said in the Declaration, all men are created equal with these rights from God of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, there's no way that you can have that ideal and have slavery as well. So, you know, what was it, four score and seven years, or approximately, right. uh, mm-hmm. the country goes to, goes to war to answer that question. And within Jefferson in that context... I think it's important, and it seems like I remember a quote from Jefferson that he said, this has been foisted upon us. And so we need to have this conversation that slavery at that time was prevalent throughout the world. And so it was remarkable that we would have the Civil War to answer this question, uh, can one man be the property of another? Because they can't. You can't have all men created equal with rights from God of life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness, and then have a man be property of another. It just doesn't—you can't have that in the same sentence. It just can't happen. Um,
9: absolutely. Absolutely right. And uh, Jefferson, uh, but I believe that his words were divinely inspired because, because of, the, of this one thing, Kim. Regardless of whose face Jefferson may have had in mind, When he penned those words, we are endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights, life, liberty, pursuit of happiness. I don't know if he had my grandfather or great-grandfather's face in mind when he said that, but I do know this, Kim. The day that he penned those words into the founding documents of our nation, Jefferson and all of the 56 signers along with him guaranteed that the day would come that the little white girl, Kim Munson, and this little black boy, uh, Brian, Cleon Bryant, would be on this radio show, black and white, talking about the goodness and the, the greatness of America. He guaranteed that both of us would be free in this country and speaking to each other at this point in time. So call him what you will. Say what you will about him. That old white man and the other Old white men who went along with him, risking their lives, liberty, and their sacred honor, uh, in order to bring about this nation, he also ensured that eighty-seven years after this nation became a nation, slavery only existed in America for eighty-seven years. Wow! After those words were pinned but they want to rob you of the truth of it by telling you but we need to go back to 1619. America was not a nation in 1619 so what are they talking about?
1: Oh, good point. And you know, CL, when you just mentioned that, you know, little white girl, little black boy on the radio, uh, freedom of speech here. I just got chills when you said that. I just, uh, it's just pretty amazing. So I'm talking with CL Bryant, uh, Reverend CL Bryant, uh, and uh, we're going to continue the conversation. We get to do this because of amazing sponsors and did want to mention Jansen Photography. They are located in uh, Lakewood, Colorado. And as we're looking into 2024, and uh, probably new year's resolutions for what you're going to do in your political career business career you need to make that great first impression and that is your photo and jansen photography can help you with that that is j-a-n-s-s-e-n photography.com that's jansen photography.com and another great sponsor of the show is lauren levy
7: the rise in interest rates is causing challenges and creating opportunities for nearly 20 years, mortgage specialist with Polygon Financial Group, Lorne Levy, has helped individuals realize their hopes and dreams of homeownership, fund kids' educations through second mortgages, and access capital by utilizing reverse mortgages. Lorne is not constrained to work with just one lender because he works with so many different lenders. Licensed in 49 states, Lorne offers choices for your individual mortgage needs. Preparation leads to success, so call Lorne Levy at 303-880-8881 so that you're prepared for opportunity in the mortgage market. That's Lauren Levy.
6: Franktown Firearms training programs have something for every age and skill level in the friendliest gun range in town. With highly skilled men and women instructors, you're sure to find the right instructor for your needs. Franktown's 10-lane, 30-yard shooting range provides the right place to train where you feel confident and ready to learn. Whether you're a beginner or a seasoned veteran, Franktown Firearms will meet your needs. Training runs from simple gun safety and care to obtain your concealed carry permit or honing your skills with advanced tactical moving and shooting. The Special Forces Green Beret Trainer has you covered. And women, you won't want to miss Ladies' Night, the first Friday of each month, where you can bond and train together. Gift certificates for training are available over anything in their fully stocked store. And Franktown is a Faster Colorado certified training site. Just go to klzradio.com franktown to get shooting today. Franktown Firearms, where friends are made.
1: welcome back to the Kim Munson show check out our website that is Kim Munson M-O-N S-O-N dot com sign up for our weekly email newsletter you can email me at Kim at Kim Munson dot com as well thank you to all of you who support us we're an independent voice and we search for truth and clarity by looking at these issues through the lens of freedom versus force force versus freedom if something's a good idea you should not have to force people to do it and did want to say thank you to Laramie Energy and Karis Oil and Gas for their goal sponsorship of the show reliable efficient affordable. and abundant energy has allowed everyday people to go after their hopes and dreams and their prosperity and it's important that we understand that. This industry is totally under attack and of course all of the products that we have from petroleum derivatives uh, that would become more expensive or go away as well. So it's important that we become energy literate and we're working really diligently on that. It has been such a pleasure. We pre-recorded these shows for this week. Our guest for this hour is C.L. Bryant. uh, Reverend C.L. Bryant. He is a filmmaker 2012 uh they he made the award-winning uh documentary runaway slave he's a senior fellow at freedom works and he's the host of the cl bryant show which people can hear at red state cl bryant uh you and i kind of have talked a little bit about this but the birthright of being american what would you say about that
9: It's all about the individual uh, in this nation. And it didn't matter where your father came from or who your parents were, uh, as far as that's concerned. That was the design. That was the design uh, from the founders. And all of us who would eventually become citizens of this nation have that endowment. And we have that great American birthright. And I know that we could talk for hours on what's happening as far as our border being overrun and our nation being invaded uh, with the threat to our birthright and truly it is a threat to our birthright and that's not a, a statement coming from someone of arrogance from being an american and i'm proud of that but it is a fact that you would not let anyone overrun your personal home so you should not allow we should not allow anyone to overrun our home as a
1: nation Okay, that that brings up a, a question, and actually, we're going to have a Frederick Douglass quote at the end of the show. But Frederick Douglass understood, as a black man, the importance of the Second Amendment for people to be able to have uh, the right to bear arms to protect themselves and their family against bad actors. And when I look at some of these pictures of people coming across the southern border, this looks to me like military-aged men. Now, granted, some of them may be coming here to earn money, to send back to the family, I, and I get that, but we need to figure out a legal way to make that happen. I am concerned that we really are having an invasion of mil, a military into our country, and then we're embedding them through all this homeless uh, migrant housing in fact there is a, a uh, embassy suites that is being proposed to be purchased right here and very close to you know Denver communities to house migrants. I'm concerned about what that's really going to look like uh, CL.
9: On the streets of, I live in Florida on the, on the east coast of Florida and um, a very quaint little uh, uh, community that, that I live in but even in our community Kim we're beginning to see, and, and, and listen, I'm not saying this as a person who is a uh, uh, conspiracy theory or, or not wanting certain people to be in your community, but you can begin to see a change in just folks who are walking, and I'm saying walking, down the streets of your community. You, you, you know that they are not from this nation. They're not from here. And you're wondering why now are they showing up in your communities? America, this is going to happen over and over again. There are going to be people showing up in your backyards. I certainly hope it doesn't happen, but there are going to be people showing up in your backyards. uh, And you're wondering why are they there? And if that should happen, what would you do? You would call the authorities. But when there's no authorities to come and check it out because they give them the right to be in your backyard they're in our backyard as Americans, so why shouldn't they be in your backyard? I think that's the way you should start thinking about that, America. You should make this thing personal instead of something that's just happening to them or someone in Texas or someone in Colorado. It's happening all over our nation.
1: And... And it's of great concern. It I would say it puts our birthright at risk. What would you say, uh, how would you define birthright to a young person these days, C.L. Bryant?
9: I was born a Bryant, and uh, I didn't have to act like one. I didn't have to uh, wear that stamp across my forehead. That's where I was born. I was born a Bryant. And there were certain things that made my father and mother proud, because they were proud to be Bryants themselves. I'm proud to be an American because I was born one, and I defend certain principles about our family nation uh, because I was born into this American family. Very glad to be about it. There are certain attributes of citizenship that has been passed down to our young, that should have been passed down to our young people that's being robbed by the Marxists, and the socialists, and certainly the communists in this country. All of those people that I've just named who embrace those types of policies have no respect and they have no allegiance to the birthright of an American citizen. And if the child, if the, the young person is not taught what his birthright is, then of course naturally he can't love his country. And if their parents have no idea what that birthright is, and Kim, you and I, of course, I'm older than you, but uh, when when, when we were growing up, we understood what that pledge was about. We understood what that flag was about, and we understood what the military was about who defended both of those as well as our faith. That is being bred out as we speak of our young people is trying to stand up and push back, or that birthright. That has been paid for and handed down to us by people like Douglas, but by people like your parents, my parents, that birthright is being stolen, and that's the American, the American dream is being certainly
1: wasted. Okay, C.L. Bryant, we have just a few minutes left. Two things. Uh, first of all, what would what should people do as we're looking at twenty twenty four? And are you optimistic? Uh, and if so, why?
9: I do want to remain optimistic about our American future, even though the tea leaves, uh, as we read them looking at the border and and all types of things, uh, attacks against policemen, are beginning to be diminished. What must happen is that Americans have to ask themselves, what am I prepared to do? Are you prepared to run for school board? Are you prepared to run for the mayor's office? Are you prepared to work on the city council or go to your Congress and your state Congress or your state senators uh, seats? You must be prepared to act and you must be prepared to act with service. Americans are no longer wanting to serve. They're wanting to ride on the wagon, but they're they're not wanting to help pull that great American wagon. And so it's time for all of us, men and women of courage and valor, Uh, to stand up and push back against those things that are robbing us.
1: Well, and uh, it can seem overwhelming. And so what I recommend for people to do is to, to look at one thing, the thing that keeps them up at night, and then that is the thing that they truly, uh, truly will address. And I think if, if we had everybody addressing the thing that keeps them up at night while understanding our birthright, I think that's pretty important as well, because we don't want to be looking to government to solve that, but uh, through our birthright, uh, I, I'm optimistic mystic. The other thing is, is as a Christian, we do know that the good Lord had his hand on this country at the beginning, and he has worked miracles. We could use a miracle right now, I think, C.L. Bryant.
9: Yes, ma'am. We certainly could use a miracle right now. And I want to say this, that America has been a blessing, and America is blessed by Almighty God. Uh, None of us were geared to be mascots to anyone. We were not to bow to any king except our God. Frederick Douglass, I think, uh, perhaps said it best when speaking of the ascent of the Negro. He he said, if the Negro stands, let him stand and let him be a part of uh, the system, to paraphrase it. But if he falls, if the Negro falls, let him fall. He'll get up again. And that has been painted by a certain group of people becoming the mascots of progressive liberals who are mostly white, who want to use them as a political token. And so in the words of Douglas, we should all be individuals and we should all bring to the table, as King said, the content of our character. But Kim, I'm very much concerned that the definition of character now has also been lost.
1: Okay, so we need to reclaim all this. C.L. Bryant, this has been so fascinating. And I hope that you and your family had a really Merry Christmas. And I wish you a blessed 2024.
9: Merry Christmas to you, Kim Munson. And thank you so much. And to all your sponsors, thank them for having me on today.
1: Well, absolutely. So my friends today, be grateful, read great books, think good thoughts, listen to beautiful music, communicate and listen well of honestly and authentically strive for high ideals. And like Superman, stand for truth, justice and the American way. My friends, you are not alone. God bless you and God bless America.